journalism and with the Baylor Insider as well. He's Jerry Hill, and he's on this very radio program. Jelly, how are you? Tommy, I couldn't be better, man. I, if, if I was two of me, I don't think I could be any better. <laughs> There's a scary thought. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. That my my wife doesn't want to hear that of you. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let let we'll get to we'll get to the X's and O's and the football and all that stuff in just yeah. a minute. But I I want to right now. Our guy, yeah, and I know he's yeah. Baylor's guy, really, but he's but he's our guy yeah. too now. I mean, we, absolutely, we're talking about the voice of the Bears, John Morris. He is going yeah. to be honored with a luncheon, and it's the uh, it's lunch with a legend, and yeah, and the moderator for this for this festivity <laughs> is one Jerry Hill. Jerry, talk yeah. a little bit about what's going to happen on Thursday at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah, Tom, this is a cool deal. Of course. Uh, John wanted no part of it, really. I mean, this is one where Doug Furch really had to – I mean, he he really tried to coax him into it for maybe a couple of years even and uh, finally relented. And, um, you know, maybe that's why COVID came because we were, we were scheduled to uh, do it uh, spring of 2020 and, you know, obviously weren't able to do it and it's just been kind of put back and put back and, and, and obviously haven't really been able to do very many uh, – I can't remember if they've done any in-person ones yet. And so this might be the first one that would be back to in-person of the lunch with the legends. This is, this is something that they've done quite, you know, for quite a while now, you know, going back probably five or six years. Um, But finally get around to the John Morris. And, and yeah, like you said, he, he really wanted no part in this. Uh, But, you know, I mean, honestly, when you think about it, um, you know, a guy that has been doing it for as long as he has, um, you know, I think, I think he's definitely deserving of this. And I think it'll be a lot of fun too, Tom. I think, you know, John and I have known each other for so long that I think it'll be, uh, you know, it'll be a trip down memory lane a little bit, but we're going to have fun with it. And, uh, yeah, I think and a lot of his, you know, the broadcast partners on both sides, you know, football and basketball, um, are, are coming, uh, even Craig Harper, that was, you know, mm-hmm. the engineer when he first started, um, he will be there. Bob Baker will be there. Uh, Ricky Thompson, Walter Abercrombie that, you know, at one point was doing the, uh, uh, color analyst with him. He'll be here. Uh, JJ can't make it down, but, uh, Pat Nunley will be there obviously from, from basketball. And I didn't even realize till I visited with him a little bit, just to kind of prep work, um, how long they had been doing basketball together. So it's, it's a cool deal. And obviously, Timing wise, it, it might not, you know, you might not pick a better time, you know, coming off the men coming off their national championship. So, you know, we get to we get to talk to the guy that, you know, had that final call on uh, winning the national championship. Think about this. For yeah. for most of us, we, yeah. we've, there's been two voices for Baylor, the, the legend right. Frank Fallon and the legend yeah. John Morris. We've had two people and two people and John really, you know, I mean, that's. That's what people refer to him as. I think he's still a little, you know, reluctant to describe himself as that, as the voice of the Bears. That's our job. To him, there is only one voice of the Bears, and that's Frank Fallon, and right. that will always be. But, again, that's that humility, and, you know, the, he's, that's just John. Uh, but, yeah, Tom, I think, we'll have a, I think we'll have a lot of fun with it. And, you know, again, that humility, he, he, he told – I think – I know Terry is coming and maybe some of the kids as well – but he 
he was telling them that y'all need to be there because there may not be anybody else. It may just be this intimate conversation with me and Jerry and you guys there. But I know for a fact there's going to be quite a, a good crowd there. But we do have room for more. It's at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame this Thursday. Uh, I think they ser- start serving around 11:45. Program will start probably around 12:15 or 12:30, and then uh, we try to get everybody out the door by one. How does one go about getting a ticket or three? A ticket or three or a yeah. table even. Yeah, or a uh, table, Baylor yeah. Sports Network, uh, BaylorBears.com. If you if you go to the link for the Baylor Sports Network, um, it's one of the events that they have on there. It's, you know, it's obviously the lunch with the uh, with legend with John Morris, and uh, you can register right there online. Um, and like I said, I think there's still, you know, spots for more and, and uh, hopefully uh, we have a pretty full crowd. Um, some of those have been, some of those have been really big. I mean, I remember that we did one for Grant Taft. Uh, we did one for Mike Sims. Um, you know, we we've done a lot of them, uh, and I, I do think this will be you know one of the better ones, uh, probably because of the moderator more than anything. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like you got John on the one side with humility, and then you got me. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's a good balance, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a good balance, right? <laughs> you know, well, I don't it, know how much John will be able to get to do this. It may be all me up there. You, you know, Jerry, you, you at some point you're going to have to let him answer the question. Let it, let him actually talk. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let him share a few stories. You know, we'll see. All right. So again, uh, that's coming up Thursday, and I hope uh, I hope everybody can come out and. Uh, yeah, and and have some fun. It it should be a great time and a great way to kind of kind of kick off football, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Obviously, we're gonna we're gonna maybe chat chase a few you know rabbit trails on this thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, like you said, uh, football coming up, men's basketball coming off the national championship. Just a lot of things going on, and it is really a good time for this. Right, right before uh, right before football, you know, I heard you talking to Craig way uh that by the way is one of my former broadcast partners uh we we did really? some way back at north texas yeah craig way and i actually did some uh bas- high school and college but we did we did some basketball broadcasts together how about that that's good stuff there you go <laughs> at the old north texas yeah at north texas we're both north Te- proud north texas grads so uh and it's been fun to see him i you know just to see what he's done because he's you know, obviously he stayed in that field, but he's he's done an amazing job, and you know maybe the busiest broadcaster in the business. You think? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't even think. I know that. <laughs> Absolutely. John's pretty busy with all his third tier broadcasts, but with Craig, what he does with high school sports and everything, my gosh, I don't even know. There's two of him. I think there has to be at least two of him. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be the person on the other end trying to figure out flights for him well i think we can get him on this flight so he can get back and broadcast Mm -hmm. this yeah anyway so there you go right right yeah Yeah. jerry another scrimmage coming up for the baylor bears on saturday and we were talking earlier about the defense just out of natural aspects of things has to be ahead of the offense how much is the defense ahead of the offense in your mind right now you know i I think and it was funny because i'm trying to remember i think it may have been Jalen Petrie. Yeah, it was Jalen Petrie was talking about this the other day that, you know, in, in the past, um, you know, the defense kind of had its way. And, and, and he said, you know, with, with what Grimes has done with that offense and, and 
just some of the stuff that they put in that he's not making as many plays as he did back in the spring and, and, and even, you know, going back to last year. So I think the offense is making strides and it certainly has its moments. But when you look at that defense with, with 10 returning starters, and then to that, you add this big, massive Apu, um, the LSU transfer at nose tackle. He was just a perfect addition to that defense. Cause you know, it was kind of the one thing they missed. Um, you know, they, they, they obviously did a lot of good things last year and actually kept them in most of the games. If you look at the games and you look at the scores and how the games went, the defense really kept them in a lot of games, um, but but they didn't have a guy like Apu. And, and he's, he's going to be, you know, I think he is everything that they've hyped him up or that he's been hyped up to be. He's, he's 6'4", 350, just takes up a lot of room, but he – he moves a lot better than you would think of a guy at that size. So I think he's that one piece that really kind of puts the defense on a, on a different level. But Ward, I do think the, the offense is getting better. It's, um, you know, everything, and you know this for a fact, everything starts up front. And I think the offensive line is starting to make strides. They're still trying to figure out exactly who's going to be where. But the fact that you have some depth there, you have some – competition there I think that's making that group a lot better and and you are looking for a cohesive group right Jerry I mean those five got to kind of figure out where they're going to be and who they're going to be and and so they can kind of form their own little team within the team yeah I think that's key um, certainly Uh, and then and I don't know how this will work because you know obviously I don't coach but I, I do think one of the things they've done and they this goes back to even the spring is they did kind of move guys around and tried them at different positions. So I think um, Connor Galvin spoke to this at one of the first medias that they've got the capability of guys coming in, even like during a series of this guy switching from left guard to right guard. But yes, to your point, I think you need five guys that are working together that all know what each other are doing. And, and this guy is going to step this way and, and all of that. So I think that's key is you do need to get that, you know, continuity going. But I think the fact that they do have some depth now and they do have some guys that can step in, that's going to be big because I think that's probably been one of the biggest things, uh, you know, kind of holding this group back uh, in the past is there just hadn't been that kind of depth. And now you've got 19 guys out there in the offensive line and a lot of those guys that can play multiple positions. So you're talking about depth and that's, I mean, I'm I'm going pretty far back, and I can't remember having that kind of depth in the offensive line. How much would it help in that cohesiveness and everything else that the offensive line is trying to achieve by knowing who the guy behind them making the calls is going yeah. to be? I, I think it I think it is big, and and certainly they're going to get to that point. I don't think they're there yet. You know, Coach Aranda talked about that a little bit after the Saturday scrimmage. Uh, you know, they like what they see out of those. I would say the three guys, um, you know, that, that they're all kind of right in the mix with Gary Bohannon and Jacob Zeno and Blake Shapen. They've all had their moments. Um, they've all been, you know, and they've had their bad moments too. Um, and that's probably why one guy has not stepped up to be the guy. Um, and, and he was at – Coach Aranda was asked that question after Saturday's scrimmage about, you know, when, when do you hope to have that? And really he was talking about even all of the – positions but particularly on the offensive side he said that could definitely go into game week our plan is to have that you know uh, all, all the positions set you know kind of that game week 
going into the first game, but it could even go past that. Um, I, I look for them to have a starting quarterback, you know, certainly in place. I think you go into that game week, that final game week preparation with a guy in place. Um, you know, this Saturday will be – it kind of closes their, you know, what we, you would consider really fall camp because next week they start classes and it's a little different schedule, although the practice schedule kind of remains the same. But, you know, this is kind of the end of fall camp. So maybe you have a guy, you know, even going into next week. But I think it will probably be, you know, after next week's practices and then you have a starter name maybe by that first media, the first official press conference. Uh, I believe that's on the 30th, so – um, that's what my guess would be, Ward, and, and yes, that definitely helps. Uh, they seem comfortable with whoever's back there, but they're all a little different, so I think you do kind of get a better feel if you know who's back there and you know what he what he can and can't do. Um, so once you get that settled, it certainly helps everything else on the offense. Jerry, man, as always, it, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much for the time. Uh, look forward to seeing you on Thursday, by the way. I'm going to let you buy. Buddy, buddy. You're buying. See you guys. All right, talk to you soon. Jerry.